All right, we're starting for Bezrez Hashem, Daf Chav Vav, the Mishnah on Chav Heyam and Bez, and we're continuing to discuss the the, the parak was named Chaimer Bakaydish. We started talking about Milas that Hektish had over Truma, and then we kind of flipped at the end of Chav Dalim and Bez, talking about ways that Truma are Chamer, and now we're discussing a different aspect of it, which is certain heterim that existed in regards to hektish. So we're going to start talking about the kalim. That from the area of Maidian, which was 15 mil outside of Yerushalayim, we're going to say that the Amaratzim were going to be neman on klicheres to go ahead and say that it's tahar. Okay, so the reason, the reason why we're going to discuss why there was a special heter for, <clears throat> for the Amaratim to be neman on Klicheres is because in Yerushalayim there was a restriction. You were not allowed to have Kivshanim. You were not allowed to have kilns to produce a Klicheres. And then you have to compound that with the fact that uh, Klicheres, if you, in Yerushalayim, they were eating a lot of Kajim. If you eat them on Klicheres, you, have a, you could have a potentially a nicer issue. Okay, so they went through a lot of klicheres, and it's compounded by the fact that you weren't allowed to manufacture. So the Chachamim had to go ahead and institute certain kulas in that regard. So we said within a 15-mile radius, they're going to be neman. Menamadiyan v'lechutz, a neman. From Madian and outside, they're not going to be neman. Further out of this radius. So ketzad. So Rashi explains this is ketzad. How would we have a situation? What, set this up. What's the story over here? Who's coming? Who's going? So we're saying is that it doesn't have to be produced in Maidian, in that radius inside Maidian, but rather they're produced wherever they're produced. The Kadar brings them into this within 15 mile radius of Yerushalayim, inside or Maidian and inside. Okay, then as long as you have the following three criteria, that's when we're going to employ, we're going to use this heter and say that the Amaratzim will be Nemo. Number one, Hua Kadar. He was the one that he was the producer. He can't be a reseller. He has to be the original producer of this Klicheres. Vena Kaderis. These Kaderis that he's selling, so he is a producer, and what he's selling is not something he purchased from somebody else. It's his. Vena Haloichin. And the Chaverim who are now going to buy from him, the Chaverim are the ones that care to have Klicheres that are tar. So the ones that are going to buy from him, they have to see that he brought it in. Then Nemon. Okay, that Yitzay and an Neman. But if he goes out from this area, this radius, he's not going to be Nema. So now, Zuck the Gemara. The Gemara first wants to understand if you look, if you were Madaik in the Lushan of the Mishnah, the Mishnah said, Midiyam Milifnim, Midiyam and inside. And then it said, Midiyam Milachutz. Midiyam Milifnim is good, Midiyam Milachutz outside. So both what's, what's considered within the radius and out of the radius mentioned Midiyam. So what is the status of Midiyam itself? Midiyam itself. So the Gemara says, Pamim. So Maidim depends on the situation, could either be considered within the radius where you would have the heter, or it could be outside. What would be this situation? Ketan. What's the case? Kedar say if the 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 the, <coughs> the menu, right, the, the seller, if he is heading out of Maidim, so he's on his way out of the city. Again, why do we have this heter to make sure that there would be enough available Kikara? So he's heading out of the city. The chaver nichnas, the chaver who ostensibly needs the tahar klicheres, who's coming in. So basically, in this situation, kilifnim, my diem, 
would have a status of Lufnim because the Kader's heading out. This is going to be the, the Hover's last chance to buy it. The Hover's coming into the city. He's going to need it. The, the, the seller is leaving. So therefore, we'll say that Maidim is, is going to be considered Lufnim. However, Shneim Nechnasen, if they're both going in, they're both going out. So if they're both going in, then we're going to, then kill a chutz. If they're both going in, we're going to treat as a chutz because anyways, the heter is really inside of this radius. So you're both heading there anyway. So go buy the stuff when you're in there. We don't have to extend the radius for you. Or on the flip side, if they're both heading out, well, the chavr's heading out of the city. There's plenty outside of Yushalayim or outside of this radius. There's plenty of klicheres. So why do you need to, why do you need to rely on this heter? And Rashi says, kol the case of if the if the hover's on his way out of the city again, then we're going to say that Medean itself, which is on the outskirts, right, the outer limit, that it's not going to have the hatter. Amr Abaya, Abaya says, yeah, we talk off on Anami Tanina. We can learn this out from, from the following b'risa. Hakeder shemachar es hakederes. So the potter that's selling these klicheres, v'nichnas lefnim minai Medean. He goes inside Medean. So he has to be inside past Medean on the inner side. Time of the flame The reason why he's we're allowed, we were allowed to rely on him and say that the Kalim are okay is because he's inside my Dean. Gufa, So it sounds like my itself, he wouldn't be believed. Aye, but then if you look, Ama Seifa, what does the Brysa and the Seifa say? Yatza, once he goes out of my Dean, Ene Neman, Hamadian, Gufa Neman. El Alav, you're going to have to say that my is a flex. Okay, it depends on the situation. Elalav shmamina kan bekeder yotzev echaver nichnas. If the the moicher, right, the seller, the keder is heading out of the city and the chaver is going in, then we'll, like we said, we're going to treat moidim as as if it's inside and it has the heter. Kan b'sheshneim yotzin oishneim nichnasin shmamina. Or on the flip side, the other case would be the other part of the price would be if they're both heading out or. They're both going in, then you would not, we would not rely, Modiyam would not be considered part of the heter. Tano, says the Braiso. Nemanim b'klicheres hadakin. So it's important criteria. So this is what we said, that we have a heter for klicheres. So the Braiso says now, or says, Nemanim b'klicheres hadakin. It's only the little kalim l'kaydish, for hektish. Amr Shlakish. What is the criteria of little kalim? That's if you can carry it with one hand. Even if you're unable to carry it in one hand, it could be bigger than that. Another qualification. This that we use the heter is only that we're going to say that there's a heter for these kalim is only if the kalim are empty. But if they're full, then we're not going to go ahead and say you can use them. Even if they are full, of liquids, it would be okay. Even in Rashi here explains this, even though we had in Mike Cutton that we use the same lotion for a turban. But over here, Rashi says, meaning even if these kalim are filled with chul and mashkin, and mashkin is always dangerous, right? Because that is how you were matama akli. So even in that situation, says Rav Yechanan, we're going to be makel. However, so even though Rabbi Yechanan is makel in both of these cases that you can take kalim that even are bigger than one, uh, bigger than the size of, that, bigger than can be taken with one hand, and he says even in Malayim, still, that the mashkin, the, the heter only applies for the kli, but the mashkin in this kli 
that is not going, that is going to have a din of Tumah. The Altatama, right, and now this sounds strange. So I have a Kali, that the Kali itself is Tahar, the Mashkin inside of it are Tameh, and, and, and we're good with that? How does that make any sense? Valtatama, because if, as, as we all recall, okay, Dachavez, we discussed this idea that if the Tumah was down and then it, it, downstairs and then there was, an, there was a Mashkin in the Aliyah and we put a Klicharas there, Benama Aretz, that, that fun, that fun Sugya, Valtatama, because we see there's precedent for this. Shahare Lagin or Lagin Mole Mashkin, you could have wood Kalim that are filled with liquids and Lagin Tameyin, Tumah Shiva. The Kli itself is going to be Tame seven days, like we explained over there, that because that is something that could has Tahara in the mikvah. But, Umashkin Tahirin, but we employed a Heter over there to say that the Mashkin system aren't is going to listen anyways to food, which has no, there's no way to fix it, we call the Mashkin Tar. So here again, we see the same situation in the reverse, that just because there's Mashkin in a Kli, we don't necessarily always have to say that when we're going to give it, we're going to employ a Heter, or for that matter, a chumrah, that it's going to apply to both things. Zuck the next Mishnah. Hagabayim shenichnesu l'teichabayis. So, the gabayim are, Rashi explains, are tax collectors. So they're appointed, they're, they're Yisra, Yisraelim, they're Amaratsim, they are appointed by the king to collect uh, taxes. Okay, now somebody doesn't pay their tax, so what's going to happen? The gabayim's going to come into their house to start taking stuff, right? So the Gabayim come into the house and So these Amaratsim are coming into a house. The, either it's, it's the tax collectors or a Ganov to came to return something that he stole. They are never believed to say that we didn't touch anything. And Rashi says, that Rashi makes it a point to say that this that we're believing when they come into the house is only for Hakdish. Meaning, Rashi is learning that this is a Hemshech of the mission we had before. We, this is, it fits into the category of Kulas that we are going to use for Hakdish. This is another one that the tax collector walks into the house or the Ganav comes to return the stuff. Even though they're Maratzim, they're going to be Nem or we're going to believe them. Teisus here says that it's Lekhaidish Uvetruma and just that means that Taisus is learning that it's not really a Hemshech of the first Mishnah, but rather, once we talked about this idea of, of Heterim in regards to Kalim, so now we're talking about other Heterim in regards to Kalim, but it's not limited to like the first Mishnah, like we explained, the first Mishnah had to do with Hektish, because there was a, a specific issue that there was, that they couldn't produce Klicheres in Yerushalayim, so that's why there was a Heter for, specifically for Hektish. Now, Uv Yerushalayim Nemanim Ala Kodesh. So this is what we've been waiting for. So on Yerushalayim, we have to see in what, in what we're talking about in regards to, like we said, and, right, they have a din, the Amaratzim are going to be Neman on Truma, they have a din of, we don't consider them Amaratzim, we don't assume it's Beches Kustuma, and that is the reason why, as Rashi explained at the beginning of the parak, why we got into this whole Tuma Tahara, in case you were wondering. So now, Zuck the Gemara. So we, we're going on the first din that we said they are going to be neman to say they didn't touch anything. That enter a house, tax collectors. We said it's tar, the neman to say tar, and now we have a bryso that says it's tame. So the gemara says like kasha. It depends. Is there a guy with them? The tanan, as the mission explains, imyesh nachri mahen. 
Nemanim loimar, they're only neman to say loinichnasanu, that we didn't come into the house at all. Black or white. Either you went into the house or you didn't. If you went into the house, it's going to be a problem. Avol, enemanim loimar, they are not going to be believed to say nichnasanu avaloinaganu. We went in, but we didn't touch anything. Okay? So when there's a guy with them, right, we, we said, what's the difference? Our Mishnah says it's Tahar. The Bryson says it's going to be Tameh. We said it depends if there's a Nachri. When there's a Nachri there, why does that matter? We have two reasons given. That the guy essentially is their supervisor. So the guy is going to make sure, no, you, you got to touch stuff. Okay, that we, we, can't, we can't believe the Amaretz to say he didn't touch anything. That there's a certain, again, they're collecting for the Melech, so there's a fear, because we know once they went in, if there's a guy with them, so then Amas, Malchus Aleyhem, that they'll report into the king. My Benayu, what's the nafkamina between these two reasons? What happens if you have an Anachri that's not Chashev, meaning so the Jew is not going to be scared of him, then we would say that it falls in the category of Heter, because the guy's there, it's inconsequential. You know, we, the, the Jew is not going to be Geirus him. But... If you say that it's because even though the guy is not chashiv, if it's the emas hamelech, well, then ultimately, if you get back to the king, I'm not scared of the guy, but I am scared of the king. And that is the nafkamina. That's how we answer the stira between the Mishnah and the Brisa. Next case is, So, the ganovim that return, that go ahead and they return stuff that was stolen. So, ha-ganovim, you're saying that if ganovim come into the house, they're going to be believed to say it's tahar. That only what's in the makam drisus raglei aganavim is tamei. But we see where they actually stepped. Makam drisus raglei means where they went. Where they went, that would in fact be tamei. Again, it's a stira. Armish just said ganavim walking into the house would not be matama. Here we see it is. Kisha asu tshuva. No, because here we we're talking about ganavim. You're right. If they're ganavim and they're still bad guys, then they're not. We're not going to be. They're not going to be believed. But here they did tshuva. How do we know? Dekanami, dekatani. What did the Mishnah say? We said that they're returning the kalim. So they're, 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 they did tshuva. Yeah, they were ganavim at one point. They did tshuva. So therefore, that we can believe them <coughs> on the strength of the fact that we see that they did tshuva. We can believe them to say that they didn't touch anything. Next part of the mission we had of Yerushalayim Nemanam Al Kaidish. We said in Yerushalayim we're going to be Neman on Kaidish. In other words, in regards to what? What are we coming to say here? Again, it's building on each other. That Tana Nemanim Al Gasim. That they're going to be Neman, not only like we said from Maidian, meaning 15 mile radius outside of Yerushalayim, you're going to be believed on Kalem Hadakin, like we discussed. If it had, what's considered Kalem Hadakin, small Kalem, is it one hand or even larger? But either way, it's in the category of some sort of small Kalem, not, you know, industrial uh, pottery. But in Yerushalayim itself, they're even going to be believed for super large Kalem, not just small Kalem. The Kolkach Lama, okay, and why did we go ahead, and now we, as we spoke this out, why did we go ahead and employ the Heter? Why did we allow them to be, Amaratim to be Neman al in Yerushalayim? Shein Doisin Kivshanis Yerushalayim, because you don't make kilns, right? You don't produce Klicheres, creates a lot of smoke, okay, it's not pleasant, and therefore you, there is no production of Klicheres at all, and therefore, since, like we said, there was a need. There was a need for a so we had to go ahead and employ certain heter. 
Now, Uvishasa Regel, the Mishnah finished, Af Ala Truma, that the Amaratim are going to believe on Truma as well. Why? Minan immediately, where do we know this from? The Gemara says, Amar of Yeshua ben Levi, Dharma Kra, the Pasuk says, Vayesav Kalish, by Pelagish Begiva, Vayesav Kalish Yisrael, Ela Ir, Kiish Echad, that all Kal Yisrael came, is Bizman Amoyim, Chaveirim, it says Chaveirim. So we see the Pasuk, Hakasav Asan, Kulan Chaveirim. The Pasuk treated them all as Chaveirim, meaning Le'inyin Tuma, that we went ahead and said that everybody, Beregel, everyone's going to be Tahar. So the Mepharsha explained that this is an Asmachta, okay, it's a Pasuk in Navi, it's an Asmachta to the idea, but it doesn't really explain the reason. Why? It says that we did, we treated them as Chaveirim. But why did we treat them as Chaveirim? So there's a couple of reasons given. Number one is Rashi and Be'ah says because... We, we, we do it because we don't want the Amaratim to be embarrassed. Everyone's together. It's a publicity. We want everybody to be together enjoying Yantif. And they're going to be embarrassed if we start to go ahead and treat their Kalim as, as Tame. The Raman says that it's, it's on the strength of the fact that I call Mitar and Lefnea Regal. They have to be Mitar before the Regal. So that's the reason. Everybody's coming in Tahar anyways. So we'll just be Mamshek. We know that everybody came in Tahar. We know what the status was since it's a Chiyab to be Mitar for the Regal. All right, Zuck, the next Mishnah. The Mishnah says, when this was a carbon copy, pretty much, of a sugya that we had in Be'ah, if you have a chaver who is a storekeeper, and he is in Yerushalayim, he has a store in Yerushalayim, so he opens up, you know, barrels of things, so this is coming off of the fact that we just said that we're going to treat everybody Beregel, the Amar, even the Amarats and Beregel are going, to be, are going to be treated, they're going to be Neman, they're going to be treated as chaverim. So therefore, what's going to happen if you have a shopkeeper who goes ahead and he op- starts opening some stuff, people come in, they touch. So Beregel, it's going to be okay. So either somebody who opens a barrel to start selling wine, he starts um, you know, making dough. During the Regel. And this is one of the three things that we listed in Beya that we were hitiru that we, since we wanted to make sure that the shopkeeper wouldn't hesitate to make food available for the Euler Regalim, food and wine. So therefore we said that we'll allow him so that he doesn't hesitate to open it because what's going to happen as soon as Yantif ends, well, all those Amaratsim are going to, that are, they're still coming into the store, they're going to be Matamahit. So the problem is that we wanted to make sure that he wouldn't hesitate to open it and therefore... We were here to receive Mishum Tchilas, and Rabbi Yehuda says we allow you to just go ahead and finish selling it out. Right? Normally, there's a problem, as an iser for a chaver to sell something that could be tummy. He's not allowed to do that. So over here, we allowed it. The chamim say that no, the heter was only for the regal. Once the regal's over, your heter expires and you're done. You can't continue selling it out. Now. Yasef Rav Ami, Zuck the Gemara. Yasef Rav Ami, Rav Yitzchak Nafcha, Kilo, Rav Yitzchak Nafcha. So Rav Ami and Rav Yitzchak Nafcha were sitting at the, like the door, the door, the door post of Rav Yitzchak Nafcha. Pasachad Vamar, so they were discussing the following Shiloh. Mahu sheyanichena leregel acher. So we know that there's a heter, beregel, to go ahead and sell this. So we, we went ahead and said that even though Amaratzim are touching it, it has, it's begeder tahara. So that would come around every single regel. So according to the Rabbanon who say that you're not allowed to finish selling it out because a chavar is not allowed to sell, to, a chavar is not allowed to sell something that's, that isn't, that he doesn't know is tahar. So can he save it for the next regal? And this is a shala in the Chachamim because according to Rabbi Yehuda, like we said, he can just finish selling it out. There was, it was hitiru seifan mishon tchilasa. 
So Amar Lei Idach. So one, we don't know who said to who, but one of the uh, these two Amarayim are discussing it. Amar Lei Idach. Yada Kol Mamashrishim. By everybody sitting there touching it. Vaat Amrit Yani Chena LeRegel Achar. You want to go ahead and say you're allowed to save it for the next regal? What do you mean? It's Tame. Amar Lei. What do you mean? Atuada Inna. What about this regal? Lav Yada Kol Mamashrishim. Everybody's coming through the store. They're sampling the wine. They're sampling the dough. They're touching it, and yet. We said that it's going to be tar. So Amar lay. So that Amar responded. He said, "No, Hachi Hashta Bishlama Ada in Tomas Amar it's Beregel Achmanatara." That until now it was Beregel that the Torah had a special hetter saying that there is no it's there's there is no Toma for an Amaretz, and that's why it's going to be okay. Ela Hashta Tameyahi. But now the regal's over, and Rashi explains Lemafreya, it becomes Tame. Since the regal's over, Lemaisa, a bunch of Amaratsa were touching on the regal. The heter only exists for the regal itself. Once the regal's over, so now it's Tame. Okay, so I just want to point out that right now it seems like end of conversation. They were having Machlekes about it, but it seems like the guy who held that according to Rabbanon, the Banda Amar, the Amira, well, according to Rabbanon, that you're not allowed to save it for the next regal, that's where we seem to be standing right now. So the Gemara tries to say, let's say that this machlekes, whether or not, according to the Rabbanon, you could sell it out, you can, sorry, you can save it to a different regal, let's say that it's subject to a machlekes. We have one price that says, leave it for the next regal. So it sounds like, yeah, it sounds like there's two different prices. One is saying that you could leave it, one saying you can't leave it. So my laugh, <coughs> tanoihi, that, it, that the Rabbanon, according to the Rabbanon, it's a machlekes tanoim. So the Gemara says, no. Like, Hadikatani Yani Chana, the Mandamar who says you're allowed to leave it, that's Rabbi Yehuda. The Hadikatani Loyani Chana, that's the Rabbanon. Again, we were just asking in the Rabbanon sheet that we knew according to Rabbi Yehuda it was going to be okay. So we were asking, according to the Rabbanon who say that you can't continue selling after the Regal, can you save it for the next Regal? So now we're saying, if, if, and we tried, to, we tried to say that it was Machlegas Tanayim. Now, from the fact that we're saying one Tana is Rabbi Yehuda, so we see the other Tana is the Rabbanon, and the Rabbanon hold, that you cannot leave it. That's what we're trying to say. So the Gemara says, no, that one Tana is Rabbi Yehuda, one Tana is Rabbanon. So the Gemara asks on that, what do you mean? How could you tell me, according to Rabbi Yehuda? That makes no sense. Rabbi Yehuda... Rabbi Yehuda... Where did I skip? Sorry. Tanayi. What do you mean? What shaykhis does Rabbi Yehuda have to Yani Chena? He said, you know, we don't have to discuss leaving it. What do you mean? You could just continue selling it right after Yantif. It was Hitiru Seifa Mitzchum Misham Tchilasa. Just go ahead and continue selling it. So none of these brises would be Rabbi Yehuda. He has no shaykhis. Ella, the Gemara says no. Here's how you answer it. Hadik Tani Loyani Chena. That the Brysa that says Loyani Chena is Reb Yehuda, which we have to explain. It doesn't make any sense on the outside. But Hadik Tani Yani Chena, that's the Rabbanon. So again, the Rabbanon hold Yani Chena. That's what, the way the Gemara is answering now. And Reb Yehuda holds Loyani Chena. Umay Loyani Chena Shein Sarech Lanicha. So the way we're, we're answering now is we're saying, you tried to say that the Rabbanon Chita, this Machlekes Amaroyim, whether according to Rabbanon you could save it or not. That is dependent on a machlekes tanayim. The Gemara at, 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 the, at the end of the sugya is saying that no, it's not a machlekes. That according to Rabbi Yehuda, there's, there's two brises. The brises says, Lo Yanichanah, Rabbi Yehuda, saying you don't need, because you, could, you don't need to save it for the next regal. You can sell it immediately, continue right after regal. And the Rabbanon, the brises that says that Yanichanah is the Rabbanon. So it seems like Lamaskana, it seems like Lamaskana, that even though 
and I pointed this out before, that even though in the conversation between Amarayim, it seemed like the arguments ended with the Mandabar who held that according to Rabbanon, you were not able to save to the next regal, yet the Gemara is now saying, according to the Machlegis Tanayim, at the end here, that Lashitas Rabbanon, the Rabbanon Shita is Yani Chena, and it sounds like the Divrei Hakol, so it sounds like we settled this. So just one, quickly, just to point out, the Rambam says, he paskins, so it's, it sounds like a Gemara at the end is paskining in the Rabbanon saying Yani Chena. The Rambam paskins that Lo Yani Chena, he says you can't leave it, and he has a different girsa, that he learns that both of these brises, both of these brises are actually Rabbi Yehuda. And according to the Rabbanon, it's still subject to a machlekes like the Amarayim had. And both of these brises, he has a different girsa, which learns bros. You see Rashi stells on the girsa that we have, but it's mashma from, you see from Rashi that there is another girsa, and the Rambam uses that girsa to say that they're both Rabbi Yehuda. And therefore, that according to the Rabbanon, it's not clear, we wouldn't be able to learn from either of these brises according to Shittas Rabbanon. Let's move on to the next Mishnah. Okay, so now we discussed that it really builds on itself. So we said that we're going to consider that all the Amaratim, everybody has a dinner of a Chavar Beregel. So the problem is, now you have a bunch of people coming into the Beis HaMikdash who really, like we said, the, the whole, this whole heter was only Bishas Yantif, which means that after Yantif, Lamafreya, whatever they would have touched would become Tame. So it's up to Mishnah. Mishavaregel, Mavirin Altara Sazara. Okay, so we need to go ahead and turn over. Like, you know, like for Pesach or after Pesach. So after Yantif, they had to turn over, they had to go ahead and be Matar or all the Kalim because Lemafreya, the Amaratsim were touching them. And, and after Yantif, it's going to be Tameh. <coughs> so now, if Yantif ended the Yom Shishi, meaning Friday was the day after Yantif, so meaning Yantif ended on a Thursday, so now they have a Friday. So they have to prepare for Shabbos. Shabbos. They would not turn over and be matar all the kalim because of Kavit Shabbos. They had to get ready for Shabbos and therefore they wouldn't go ahead and do this. Rabbi Yehuda Eimer, That not only if Yantif ended on a Thursday and your first day to turn it over was Friday, but even if Yantif ended on a Wednesday and your first day to turn it over was Thursday, they still wouldn't do it. They were still busy. What were they busy with? Says the Gemara, because they were still busy from clearing away all the desh and all the ashes. That over the regel, Klai Yisrael brought a lot, a lot of karbonos. And therefore, there was a lot of, there was a lot of uh, a deshen left over. So the Kahanim were busy dealing with that. Now the Mepharshim just asked a quick question over here that, I don't understand, what's the problem with being Taival Kalim? That's a din de Rabbanon, and you're in the Beis HaMikdash. So why couldn't they go ahead? We'd rather have them use Kalim Tameim than, than go ahead and, and, and continue using these Kalim Tameim. We're saying that they wouldn't turn it over because of Kavit Shabbos. So go ahead and, and be Taival on Shabbos. So the answer that Lamaisa, like we're going to see in the next Mishnah, that there's not really a Havamina that they ever really would use these Kalim Tameim. There was a din to turn it over, but they had backup Kalim. And what we're saying is that if Shabbos fell out, if if Yontif ended on a Friday, so you don't turn over on you don't turn over on a Friday, you don't go ahead and be titled the Kalim, but what you would go ahead and do is you would use the backup Kalim. Next Zuck the next Mishnah. Ketzad Ma'avirin. So now we said that you have to turn over, you have to retire all the Kalim. How? Ketzad Ma'avirin al Tara Sazara. How do you go ahead and be matar everything. So matbilin is a kalim. Show you be mikdash. So you'd be matbil. You'd you'd stick them in the mikvah, all of the kalim. But emrim lahem. However, you would say to the kaihanim. Now this is biregel. You would say to the kaihanim that the kaihanim that were amaratim and Tesis explains 
that were going to be inside of the Kodesh, so you say, Make sure not to touch the Shulchan. Okay, we'll see why. Like we just explained, that all the Kalim had backups. There were backup Kalim in case they would become Tameh, so we had, we had what to use. Finally, the Mishnah says, all of the kalim that were in the Mikdash when they were turning over after the regal would need Tvilah. Except for the Mizbechais. Why? holds that they have a din of Karka. The Chachamim saying that no, it's because they are covered. They have coverings. They have a metal covering, and therefore we're not. We're going to go ahead, and, and now this is counterintuitive. The Gemara is going to address that tomorrow. The Gemara is going to address that that it's a little bit counterintuitive because if it's covered, then it should have more of a reason to be like a keli, not to be treated as if it's uh, as if it's mechaber lakaka connected to the ground, which we'll get to. Zuck the Gemara, Tana. So we went ahead. We said that they would turn. They would be they would be matzbil. They would go ahead and dip in. The, they would dip all of the kelim in the mikvah. And except for the shulchan, they couldn't dip that in the mikvah, so they would they would guard it very carefully. They would tell the kaihanim, the kaihanim amaratzim that were going to be in the kodesh, make sure don't touch the shulchan. So Tana Hizar Hashem atigul b'shulchan uva menorah. In the brisa, we added our Mishnah just said we warned the kaihanim amaratzim not to touch the shulchan. In the Mishnah, we say also don't touch the menorah. But Tana didan my Tana loitani menorah. I, now we're trying to understand why in the Brisa does it say that we warn them not to touch the Shulchan and the Menaira? <coughs> and in our Mishnah we only say the Shulchan. So the Gemara says, Shulchan Ksiv Beit Tamid. It says Tamid, so we, we can't remove it. It must always be there. We can't remove it to go ahead and put it in the mikvah because it says Tamid. And Rashi Shdel, Menaira like Ksiv Beit Tamid. The Menaira does not say Tamid. And Rashi immediately jumps on this. What do you mean? Of course it says Tamid by the Menaira. What's going on over here? So Rashi says, Kloimar, right? He's coming to explain. To me, the Ma'amurim be Menorah, Loit Tamid, Yoyma Velayla Ka'amar, Ela Tamid, Mi Layla, Lelayla Ketamid. Like Rashi and Chumash also explained that the Tamid there doesn't mean that the Menorah always has to be lit. It means that the entire night. And, and, and it has to remain lit from, for the entire night. That is the, that's the Tamid. But when it said Shulchan, it said Tamid. And the... The Goraya explains it a little bit, a little bit differently, just to add a little bit more color. That when it comes to when we talk about the shulchan, the shulchan said a din of tamid. The Torah said a din of tamid when we talked about manufacturing the shulchan. Meaning, the shulchan it's part, it's built in. It's part of what this keli is. It has a din of being tamid. It's got to always be there. As opposed to the menorah with the tamid that we address. Yes, the Torah says tamid by menorah, but you know where it says tamid by the hadlaka. By the lighting of the menorah, not when we went ahead and created the keli, but rather it's when the kli is being serviced. The idah. So now the brisa. Well, how is the brisa going to understand the tamid of menorah? Kiven the chsev as ha right? Ah, you just said that menorah doesn't have tamid or doesn't have the right type of tamid, like we explained, to say that it always permanently must be there. So why did the brisa say that they would warn the kaihanim amaratzim? About the menorah as well. Kiven the chsev as hamenorah neichach hashulchan because the Torah makes a point to tell you where the menorah should be neichach hashulchan next door opposite the shulchan keman the chsev beitamid dami. So it's also going to be tamid. It's telling you where to put it. That means just like the shulchan can't leave, it's got to be fixed. It's got to stay there. So too the menorah also needs to be neichach hashulchan always. The ida 
And we'll have the Mishnah, a Mishnah going to learn this. No, it's not coming, us, not coming to tell us that just like the Shulchan always must be permanently there, so too the Menorah must be permanent, permanent, op, permanently opposite it. But rather, it's just coming to tell us where to put it. Okay, in case you don't know, in case we wouldn't know where to put it, the Torah needs to tell us. Now, so the Gemara is now going to ask a question. So, here's the question. Why, why do we care if they touch the Shulchan? Meaning, why does it become tame? Is the Gemara's question. But typically, why don't we say to lanachas? It's a wooden kli that is meant to be. Per, it's meant to be fixed. It's fixed. Okay, it's not meant to be moved. And a kli lanachas that a, a kli that is not meant to be. It's not portable. It's not meant to be moved. That is not going to be matama. Is not going to be makabel tumah. Why my time? Because when we talk about where do we learn this concept of tumas kalim, we learn it from sak. So all tumas kalim must be like a sak. Masak Just like a sack can be carried full and empty. Af So too, in order for something to be subject to tumas kalim, it must be able to be. Carried. And Rashi says two dinami points out. Number one, that permanent. And number two, it can't be larger than a certain size. That's what we learned from this are the two dinami we learn. In order to subject something to be subject to Tumas Kalim, says Rashi, number one, it is It's meant, it's meant it's fixed in place, it has a permanent place. And number two, that it is <coughs> Not larger, or Kurayim Biyavish, so it's either 40 or 60 because you get an extra third for the heapage. Okay, but either way, we learn from here Dinim in regards to Tomas Kalim, and this Shulchan is not meant to be moved. So the Gemara says, no, it is moved. It is actually moved. The pasuk says, "Al shulchan atar," that the lechem upon it, the lechem upon it, should be put on the shulchan atar. Now the question is, why did the Torah have to say "hashulchan atar"? Miklal shu tamei, it's tamei. What are you talking about? Ba'mai, how could it become tamei? Kliyets also in the nachasu. Why would the Torah be coming to tell us to specifically put the lechem on a tahar shulchan? It's a kliyets also in the nachas. It's fixed. It's permanent. Doesn't move. And since it doesn't move. Since it doesn't move, it shouldn't be makabel tuma. So it seems it's extra. Beinu makabel tuma. Ella says reish lakish malamish magbiyanoisai. Famous gemara we've had a few times that they would pick it up. The kahanim would pick it up. Umarim by loyli regalim. They would show the shulchan to the oyli regalim. Lechem apanim ba'emrim lime. They would say to them, Ruuchi baschem lufnei hamakam. See how loved you are in front of a kadosh baruch hu to a kadosh baruch hu. That siluka kisiduro. That when the lechem apanim gets removed. It's just like when it was put on, meaning the Amr of Yeshua ben Levi needs Godol Nemer Belechem Apanim Kisiduray Kachsilukay. That just as just as it, the lechem was put on the shulchan, so too it came off. Shenemar, as the pasuk says, Losum Lechem Chaim Biyom Hilakachay. That they went ahead to put on hot bread on the day. So what's going on over here? Rashi says that. What do you mean Kisiduray? So too Kisiduray. That siluka uh, kisidrei. That he, Rashi says that just like the lechem was put on, we're, we're stelling on the pasuk, the part of the pasuk that says lechem chaim. Just like the lechem was put on hot, so too, even though it was a week later, it was Shabbos later, 
the lechem, when they came to remove the lechem upon him and switch it, each Shabbos, when they came to remove the lechem upon him, the, chal, the lechem was also hot. Tosis doesn't like this. He says, what do you mean? Uh, nothing stays hot that long. Impossible. And uh, therefore, what's the Chiddush? Tosis says, Linyan Shehaya Rach. That it was not stale. It was still soft. That the bread was still soft. Now, just I want to point out one thing over here. The Gemara goes ahead and takes this as an assumption. So we asked the question. The Mishnah said, we'd warn the Kaihanim, Amaratzim, uh, we're in the Kaidish, make sure not to be Matama. Don't touch the Shulchan, because if you're Matama, we can't, we can't fix it. We, we, if you're Matama, we can't go ahead and be Matara. And the Gemara asked that a Shulchan is a Kliates also in the Nachas. It's fixed. So we assumed it's fixed. Now we answered that no, they would pick it up in certain situations. That made it not fixed. Frech the Gemara, what are you talking about? Frech the what are you talking about? It's fixed. Hikshar Rebel Hanan, that all the years that the Kali Yisrael was in the Midbar, well, we know every time, every time the, 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 they, they travel, they had to go ahead and move the Shulchan. So what do you mean it's fixed? It's not fixed. It was moved all the time in the Mishkan. So Rebel Hanan, who's the one in Tesis who asked the question, answers that, okay, we're talking about in the Mishkan, in Noivin Givain, or Beis Olamim, in the Beis Amikdash. But Tyson doesn't like that answer, and he gives another answer. And what he says, Tyson says, is that that he says, mahani tilto, It's a little vague. And the before should explain in Tyson that there's a difference, okay? And it's important to understand when we talk about Kli, Kli, Eitz also in Nachas. What are we talking about when we say fixed? It means it's Tashmishai was fixed. That's the way they explain it. Meaning that yes, it was moved, but not when it was in service. It was moved to get it from one place to the next. But it didn't require to be moved to, for this keli to be used. The shtamshus of the kli was fixed. It was always in that place, and therefore it's considered fixed. Even though it was moved when not in use, that is not considered, that doesn't make it, that doesn't make it ice, kli, eitz, also in nachas. Okay, so the Gemara asks, let's, we're going to try to finish up over here. So again, v'tebogli, frek the Gemara. So really, why did we say that the shulchan is considered, why do we say that the shulchan needs um, why did we say that the shulchan is going to need or you it needs tefillah but you can't be tefillah because it says tamid the point is why did they have to guard it from tuma because they would pick it up and it was, we know it's a kli because they would pick it up and show it to the oily regalim to say ruuchi baschem in fact the gemara one second I have another reason why it's a kli you don't have to come on to the fact that Reish Lakish, they would pick it up but typically mishim tzipoy well it's covered the, the, the shulchan was covered with gold and covered, even though it's wood, it's kli also the nachas, it's a kli okay? But if it's covered with gold, well, now it's no longer considered a kli Now it has, it's a, it's a kli. It's, it's covered with gold and that makes it, it's no longer a kli also the nachas, that it's a fixed kli No, it's a gold covered kli and therefore we're going to go busser the tzipuyi, busser what's covered, we're going to go after what's covered. And therefore, Shehumateches. <clears throat> it's really going to have a din of klimateches, okay. And even if it's not like sock, Rashi says shehumateches the klimateches like iskushal sock. Meaning Rashi saying that even if it's not like sock, it's still considered and because it's also the nachas. Still, when we talk about metal, that's a different category. This thing that we said that it has to be like sock that was for a kliates, but a metal keli meaning something that's covered with metal that has a din of a metal keli, you're not going to go ahead and say that it's considered a kli eitzas or anachas. No, sorry, it is a real kli, and therefore it would be matama. The hatnan, hasholchan, a table, the dolfaki, dolfaki, 
is a chair, a folded chair that's covered with leather. Shenifchesu, that was broken, or shechipan b'shayish, you covered it with marble. B'shayir bahem, so now again, it was covered with marble, some of these things that are covered. B'shayir bahem, machama anachas kaisais. It had enough covering, enough place, it had, a, it had enough covering, enough place to put cups there. Tame. so what we're saying is since it was covered, it was covered, it had covering, so then therefore, if it had enough of the covering, enough place to put cups, so we're, it's going to go bust the covering, and we're going to say it's a kli. Rabbi Yehuda that no, it's not enough place just to put cups, and rather, hanachas chatichais. You have to be able to put food there as well. You have to be able to put chatichais lechem ubasar. Okay, but either way, what do we see? We see from here that if it's covered with a material, then the alma tzipuya mevatloi, that the fact, even as long as there's a little bit of covering, that is going to be mevatel it as a kliyat sa'asar lenachas, and it will become like a metal kli, which doesn't have, it's not restricted by asar lenachas, and it will be a full kli, and it could be makabal tumah. So the Gemara says, one second, mashani shitim Oh, I'll tell you what, even though the, the shulchan is covered with gold, and therefore it's not going to be kliyat sa'asar lenachas, but maybe I'll tell you, then no, since it's made out of atzei shitim, therefore, what's the, the understanding here? That a regular wood, if it's regular plain old wood, and it's covered with metal, the metal is considered a more chashiv, and therefore we're going to go buster the metal, and we're going to treat it as a metal kli, not as a kli yitzah also lenachas. It's going to be a metal kli, and that's why it's on kabotomo. But over here, when we're talking about atzei shitim, atzei shitim is very chashiv wood, so therefore the tzibwe, the covering of the shulchan, won't be bottle to the wood. Veloid botli, okay, and therefore, sorry, the wood will not become bottle, uh, the, the wood will not become bottle to the tzipoy, and we're going to still consider it a kliates, even though it's covered with gold. We'll be done in two minutes. That's good according to a shlakish that says, when do we say that a wood kli is bottle to the covering, to the metal covering, and it has a din of a metal kli, even though it's a kliates, that's by kliach slagim. That is cheap, Kalim. That it's a chashiv kli, then just the fact that it's covered won't change it. It doesn't. It, 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 it's if it's a chashiv wood kli, I don't care that it's covered with metal. It's still going to be a real wood kli. So then that would make sense. Shapir, according to that, according to one mandamar, even by chashiv wood kalim nami butli, even chashiv even chashiv wood kalim, the tzipoy, the covering would not become. Would not take over the wood, and it wouldn't be considered ma'ika lemeimar. Okay, so again, we still have a kasha over here. I don't understand why is it that we have to come on to the fact that it's that the shulchan is makabel tuma because they would pick it up. What do you mean? It was covered with gold, and according to according to at least one mandamar, I don't care how nice of wood you had under there. If it's covered with gold, it's covered with gold, and it's no longer going to be a kliyetsas or nachas. It is considered like a, a metal keli, and a metal keli is makabel tuma. Now let's try one more time. Maybe you'll tell me it depends. How well was the covering attached? And Rashi says with nails. How well was it nailed in? And, and meaning like this that maybe only. If it's nailed, nailed in very. If it's nailed in very well, then we'll say it's bottle. But if it's not, if it's not totally uh, nailed in, then it's not going to be. And therefore, in the base on mikdash, maybe you'll say again that it's a tzipoy that wasn't nailed in firmly. And therefore, 
it, it is considered, even though it's covered with metal, it's still considered a Kli Eitz. The Gemara says, Habay mei Rishak Shemar Yechon, that was as a Shaila. Bitsipari, Bitsipari, Ay mei Bitsipari, Sheeno Ay Are we talking about that it has to be very, very well covered? In other words, it has to be permanently affixed. Or, Bechayfes Levazes of Abay, Sheeno Chayfes Levazes of. Are we talking about a situation where the rim of the Shulchan was covered with gold or not. doesn't matter. It makes no difference how well the gold would have been applied to the wood of the shulchan, nor if it covered the safa, right, the outer, the upper rim of the shulchan. Either way, because we don't care if you have a wood keli, like we said before. I don't care what type of wood it is, and I don't care what type of covering it is. If it's covered with metal, it has a din of metal. And again, we're sticking with our original question. Our question is, why do we have to come on to the fact that you, the shulchan is tummy because they would pick it up for the oil regalim? Why don't we say that you know why it's tummy because it's covered with metal? So Ella, here's going to be our final answer. Ella Shani Shulchan says the Gemara, the Shulchan is in an entirely different category. It does not fit into a category of a wood keli covered with metal because Rachmana Karya eats. The Torah specifically called it wood. Dechsev, where do we see this? The following, the Pasuk says, I'm not going to leave you much for tomorrow, but the Pasuk says, Dechsev, HaMizbeach eats. Right? We see that the Mizbeach eats. Shalish Amos. And we're going to see in a second, this Mizbeach really means Shulchan. And the Torah specifically called it eights. We didn't call it a kli. We called it eights, which means I don't care that it's covered with gold. It's eights. Tchseva mizbeach eights shalish amos kavaya va'arka shtayim amos. It's three, three high, three amos high va'arka shtayim amos, and its length is two amos. Mekitzaisav loy va'arka v'kiroisav eights. Okay, we are saying all properties of the mizbeach is eights. Va'yidabre lie, and he said to me, Zashulchan asher lefnei Hashem. You know which mizbeach we're talking about? The Mizbeach is the Shulchan. That's what we're talking about. So again, we see here the Turk, the Cheskel, the Navi called it eights. So we see ultimately, I don't care what it's covered with, the Navi called it eights, and therefore it is Begeder Kliyetz HaAsol Nachas. and if not for the fact that they would pick it up to show the Eile Regalim, it wouldn't be Makabal it wouldn't be Makabal Tuma. but since they did, it is Makabal Tuma. Now just one thing, the Gemara wants to say, right, Pasach, the Gemara just has to understand. Why is it that we called it at the beginning of the Pasach Mizbeach, and we're talking about the Shulchan, and then we call it Shulchan? Pasach when Mizbeach v'siyem b'Shulchan. Rabbi Yechon and Rabbi Shlakish the Amri Tarvayu b'zman shebeis Hamikdash Kayim Mizbeach mechaper al Adam. Because when the Beis Hamikdash was around, the Mizbeach was was mechaper. Achshav Shulchan Shal Adam mechaper alav. So we see that they have the same idea here. That a Mizbeach is a Shulchan, a Shulchan is a Mizbeach. How is a shulchan a mizbeach? Because it can be mechaper. How is it mechaper? Says Rashi and Tesis. Because when you invite hachnasus archim, when you invite archim to come eat on your table, so that is that is that brings a kapara. The Gemara Bracha says specifically aniim. Okay, but either way, we see this idea that that the um, shulchan can be called a mizbeach. Mizbeach can be called a shulchan. They are both uh, the same in regards that they both offer kapara for kai yisrael. Just to finish. The Mishnah continues. It says, That backups, second and third, back of third strings. Then we said, All Kalim would require to the which are Mechor Lakarka, and Now, where do we see this? 
That's as a din of karka dechsim mizbeach adoma taselis, right? So we call it adoma like the ground. It's like mechober lekarka, and therefore it can't become tummy. Mizbeach hazov dechsim hamenayra b'hamizbechay. So we see the iskish mizbechay zelazel. The two mizbechays are makish to each other, and therefore we know that because one mizbeach is considered mechober lekarka, the other one is as well. So then Rebbe Lazar said, that was Rebbe Lazar, which we mentioned when we said the Mishnah, that that sounds to be counterintuitive. That if it's Mitzupin, like we learned before, that would be more of a reason for it to be considered a keli. So the Gemara says, then it should be, it should be Mitzupin, because it's like a keli. <coughs> so the Gemara says, okay, here's how you have to say, so Rebbe Lazar holds that the Mitzupin, are not they can't become tummy because they're not because they're mechaber lekarka and the chachamim would hold that no mitamu mitamin the chachamim hold that it can't become tummy the bnei shehein mitzupin because since it is mitzupin so that's one answer the chachamim are arguing categorically with Rabbi Lazar you say another answer is you might say Yes, the Rabbanon argue and they hold that it can become tummy but they're going they're just this response of the bnei shehein mitzupin is a response to Rabbi Lazar you might say Rabbanon. My daitach that you hold that it's tar mishum de mitzupin. Well, guess what? Mivato batol tzipuyin gabayhu that the the tzipuy should be batol to the mizbeach. Okay, and therefore, even according to you, why do you need a pasuk? You shouldn't need a pasuk. It's just that the tzipuy is batol to the mizbeach itself. Now, Amrav Avo, Amrav Avlazer, the Gemara is going to end with a memra. Talmud Chacham ein Orsha Gehenim Shal Tespayf. That the Or of Gehenim, the fire of a, a, the Esh of Gehenim, will is will not be Shal Tespayim. Kavachemir mi Salamandra. We learn from the Salamandra. Now, Rashi says Salamandra is a Chaya Hanevres Min Or Kishaboyin. If you have a fire burning for Esh b'Makom Echad Shevashanim, if you have a fire burning in one place for seven years, so then Talmud Bliyhevsik. A fire that is a continual seven-year fire, then uh, emerges this salamandra chaya. Okay, Taisa says different. He says a chalav va'achbar. Okay, that that one of the achbar is salamandra. But either way, that the salamandra shetoldos eshi. It is. It comes from fire, and yet hasach midama in arshalatas by that if you smear the blood, uh, if a person smears his blood, it's a fire retardant, and so it's able to. It's able to prevent or retard the fire. Talmud Chacham shekol guf on eish. So the and the Talmud Chacham it doesn't just come from fire, but its whole guf is eish. Dechsev halekoy devarai ke eish nuum Hashem because the words of the Torah are like eish. Alachas kama v'kama that if the dam of the salamandra can retard fire, so for sure the Talmud Chacham can repel. Fire. Amr Yishlakish in Ar Shal Gehenim Shalatis Poyshe Yisrael. So Yishlakish says, and not just Talmud Chacham, but even a Poyshe Yisrael, even if somebody who who is an Avaryan, that the Ein Ar Shal Gehenim will be Shalatis. Kavachayim is Beach Hazav. Now, what type of? And we'll go through the Kavachayim in a second. What type of Poyshe Yisrael? So Taisus first of all says, nearly the lab of Poyshe Yisrael begufa, and that's on a higher level. These are just regular Poyshe Yisraels, okay? Because Poyshe Yisrael begufan, we already learned in Masechtas Rosh Hashanah that the Gehenim Kala Haim Einim Kalam. Those are the worst kind. So these are talking about Poyshe Ktsas. Taisus says, and um, and, and Taisus and Erevin explains that they're not really arguing. That basically what happens is for a Talmud Chacham the fire does zero. However, for somebody who is a Poyshe Yisrael, so it's not going to destroy them. It just makes their faces black. It's meshachron panayim, and that's how you understand this. Now, that the mizbeach hazav just has a very thin layer of gold. Yet, 
that for many, many years, the, the fire was not able to be shaylit on it. Poshi Yisrael, Shemalei, and mitzvahs. Poshi Yisrael, that's full of mitzvahs, like a pomegranate. Because the Pasuk says in Shir Hashim, Kefelech harimayin rakaseich. And we say, what does this mean? Al-tikrei rakaseich. It's like your temples. El arekonin shabach. So we darsh in the words to say that even Kefelech harimayin, that the empty ones of Klai Yisrael are filled, are filled with mitzvahs like a rimon. So el arekonin shabach, alachas kama v'kama. And... Um, mazel tov to all of Simon. Should be zeichet to complete all, all of all of Shas many many times. I'll just do a, a quick review of what we learned. There's a lot of information today, and, um, and this will be the final share on Chagiga. When Mir Hashem start Yivamas in two days. So we started with the first Mishnah. We were discussing the ideas or the kula that we uh, ascribed to the potters, and we said that. <clears throat> Since there was a lack of pottery in um, Yerushalayim and the surrounding areas, because there were no kivshanim in Yerushalayim, so they couldn't produce it. So we said that uh, that if if you had a potter that sells, so any place within a fifteen mil radius, what we call meidim vilafnim, then they're going to be nemanim uh, on the taras kli cheres. Okay, and <clears throat> we said, what about the Gemara said? Uh, so we said as long as he was the one who manufactured it. He's only selling his own stuff. And the heina lokuches that the um, the chaverim who are buying, they saw that he brought it. Okay, we said, and we said, so we said, they are neman, medium lochutz are not neman. So it sounds like both both of these, which is neman and not neman, included median. So how do we understand median? The Gemara says median, it could be kilafnim if the kader is leaving and the chaver's coming in. So it's going to be the chaver's last opportunity to buy. Then then we'll go ahead and say that in Moedian we'll apply the, the Kula as well. But when is Moedian Luchutz? Either if they're both leaving or they're both coming in. Because if they're both leaving, the Chavar's now leaving town. So he obviously doesn't, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't need it, right? It was for this area that we gave this Kula. And if he needed it, he should have bought it before. And, um, and, or if they're both walking in, they might as well affect the transaction. And Rashi said, Kol Shikane, if the Kader is coming in and the Chavar is leaving, okay, that Maidia um, would be treated to Lachutz and it would, it would not fall within the Heter. Abayev said, Afanamitanani, because Afanamitanina, because we had the Rachel and the Seifa, and they were conflicting. The only way to understand the Rachel and the Seifa in regards to Maidian was saying it depends on the situation. Then we said that uh, what type of Klicheres? It was Hadakin, only the small ones. Says Reish Lakish, those are, can be t- can be achas if you fit them in one hand. And Reichen said, even if it's even even means even if they're larger, um, we're not talking about the industrial size ones, but they could be larger than fitting in one hand. Reish Lakish also said that only empty kalim, a Malayan mashkin, would not be okay. Rav Yechanan says if they are Malayan, the kalim would still be okay. But says Rava, Rav Yechanan would be made that the mashkin themselves are tamei. We said that yes, even though it sounds strange on the outset, we have precedent for this of separating the mashkin in the kli and saying that the kli can be tahar and the mashkin can be tamei. we had precedent the other way. Then we move into the next mission. We said that Gabayin Yisrael, who are tax collectors for the king, they come into a house, they're nemon, to say we didn't touch anything. We asked the steward. We said that the bias kuli tamei. We said if a guy is with them. Okay, and we said why? Because the guy, um, the guy would make sure 
that the yid is touching stuff, okay, to make sure that they're going to take what they have to take or touch what they have to touch to figure out what they want to take. Um, and we said, what is, what, that's one manamer said, because it's emas, it's emas nachri, emas melech, what's the difference? If the nachri is not such a strong guy, he's not so scary. So then, um, you know, that would be the nafkamina, he would still, the yid would still be scared of the king, and uh, we would say he's not believed. Then we had the next mission, the next part of the mission, we said, v'chein ha-ganovim ziru, we said, um, that the Ganavim that come back in, they're also Naman. Okay, we had a stira. We said, what do you mean? They're not Naman. So the says, what are we talking about? Sha'asu Tshuva. Our mission is talking about the Tshuva. We see that they're good guys and therefore they will, we will believe them. And Dekanami, right? That our mission said that. Yerushalayim, we said, Namanim ala Kaidesh. What does that mean, ala Kaidesh? Namanim ala Kaidesh. That in Yerushalayim itself, when Median, we said, Klei Hadakin Shebecheres. So there's the size of one hand or even larger than that, but Kleagasin would be out. In Yushalayim, though, <coughs> we, they would be Neman on on the Kleicheres Dakin, but Rashi says not on Truma. Um Bishas Haregel, we said that it's Af Al Hatruma. Okay, that they would be on, on Truma. Why? Where do we see this? Shumalevi says that uh, the Pasuk brings on the Pasuk by Pelagish Begiva that says, Chaverim, that they all, you all, all gathered at the Shasa Regal and they were Chaverim, so we see Bisman Haregal, Kulam Chaverim. Okay, then we said, next mission was if what happens if a storekeeper who is a Chaver, so a Chaver is not allowed to sell, sell stuff. That is Tame. So on the Yantif, everybody is the regu- on, the, on the regal, everybody's Tahar, like we said. He opens up a barrel of wine and he's Maschal be Sasa Regal, so. Um, the question is, can, right, that everybody's going to touch it. And now, even, even though in Amar it's Bishasa Regal, is Tahar, but after the Regal's over, this stuff would be Tame Lamafreya because whatever barrel was touched by an Amar even though one was touched on Yantif, so on Yantif itself, there's a special tour to say that it's Tahar, but after Yantif, Lamafreya uh, would become Tame. So the question is, is he allowed to finish selling it? So. Rabbi Yehuda says he's allowed to finish selling it, and it's one of the Gimel Devarim that we were hitiru seif on atu tchilas, and the Chachamim say you can't go ahead and sell it, okay? And we had a machlekes amarayim, can he save it for the next regel? And uh, we said, Yadakom mashimbav, atamret, and ichena, okay? And then we said, well, what do you mean? Regel we allowed it, and, he, and the other Ma'amar responded back to him, because regel, the, the Torah was metaharet. Okay, so we tried to say it's a machlekes tanoim, okay, because we had a brayso that said yanichena, and brayso that said lo yanichena. We ended up saying that no, really, the brayso, the way our girsa had in Rashi was that according to Rabbi Yehuda, it means ain't sarich lahanicha, right? Lo yanichena means ain't sarich lahanicha. The chachamim say yanicha. Okay, so it seems like that uh, according to th- this girsa, at least, that everybody would hold in shitas chachamim. The, the brayso that said lo yanichena means that he doesn't need according to Rabbi Yehuda, you don't need to, and. Um, would be that you are allowed to leave it. Next, we said, regal. so then after the regal's over, so we said, because it's Tumal Freya, so they have to go ahead and be Tevel all the Kalim. So they have to turn over the Avzara. And we said that if Yantif ends up ending on a Friday, so they wouldn't go ahead and turn it over because of Kavit Shabbos. Rabbi Yudah said, even if Yantif, uh, and you know, the day after Yantif is a Thursday, they wouldn't turn over on a Thursday either, okay, because they had a lot of work to do. And we explained the Bryce said, Sheena kind of Penuyim, they don't have time, because they're busy clearing the Deshen first, and then they had their up against Shabbos as well. Now, we said, how do they go ahead and, and, and how are they retire? So we said they were retire all the Kalim Azara, okay, and during the regal, they would, they would warn the Kayhanim or Amar Aretz that we're going inside the Kaidesh not to touch the Shulchan because it's impossible to be Metaharet. Why? Because we said it says Tamid there. Now, in the Brisa, we say that it said, uh, we warn them as well on the Menorah, 
right? And why? Because the Tan of the Baisa holds that it says, So it means that just like the Shulchan has to be permanently fixed there, since it has to be permanently fixed, you can't lift it up to Mitarit. So to the Menorah has a specific place it has to be. Okay, and the other Manda, our Manda Armor holds, our Mishnah did not mention Menorah, it's because he says that the whole purpose of telling us where the Menorah had to be is just the Kavaya Zvan. Now, even though we said, why can the shulchan become tar? It should be a kliyetz asad lenachas, right? It's a it's a kliyetz that is fixed, um, and uh, <coughs> we're, so the answer is. So why is it makabel The answer is because they used to, like Rish said, they used to pick it up to show ruuchi baskim They used to pick pick up the, the shulchan to show the oila regalim, um, <coughs> and uh, we said. Also, why, and then the Gemara said, well, why do you have to come on to that, that he would pick it up to show the other Begum? What about the fact that it was mitzipah zav, okay, that it was covered with gold? And when, yes, it's not, it's, once it's covered with gold, it loses its status as a kliyeh, and it would be a full-on klimateches, okay? And the Gemara answered, you know why? Because it's, the Torah lemais, so the Pasuk calls it eights. Okay, we, we, we tried to say that maybe it's only, it, 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 <clears throat> maybe because it's atzishitim, it's chashev, and it's and it overpowers the tzipoy. And we said no because there's a mandamar that says it doesn't matter even if it's a chashev kli, and there's a mandamar that says that the sholchan, even though uh, it wasn't, uh, you know, it's the tzipoy wasn't nailed in, still, still, um, it would be considered a tzipoy. So, and we ended up saying that you know, lamaisa, you're right that a tzipoy, uh, a, a, tzipoy, a, a keli that tzipoy should be mitama. But here, the the navi specifically called it, um, <clears throat> called it, called it eights. Okay, we called him Mizbech, and we called it a Shulchan. We said it, we said it was eights, and we were the same Pasuk refers to Mizbech and Shulchan, meaning, and that's where we learned the members of Kayam, that they both serve similar purposes when the Mizbech was around. That's why we can call the Shulchan a Mizbech, because when the Mizbech around, that was Mechaper, and now, Zmanazeh Shulchan Eishel Adam, like Rashi says, by being, by, being, by inviting over guests, by Achmasas through Achmasas or it can be Mechaper. Then we said, um, we said that there were there were backups called Kemshem Mikdash that had Shnim and Shlishim that if they would be Matama, okay, so we'd have backups. And we said that all Kalim would require Tvila except for the Mizbechas. Rabbi Lazar said because they are Karka, the Pasuk says Mizbech Adama, and we're Makish the Mizbechas La Dadi. And the Chamim said Shehem Mitzupim Zav. And the Gemara asked, what do you mean? Adam if they're Mitzupim Zav, then it should be a Kali. So why are you saying that Mitzupim Zav is a reason to, to not be Makabal? So the Gemara says, so you're right. And therefore, we have to learn the Chachamim. Therefore, it is Metama. Or you can say that the Chachamim are saying, yeah, it's Metama. But whether they're responding, they're responding to Rabbi Lazar, that if your, ta- if your reason is because they're not Mitzupim, okay, but uh, it was, they're, they're saying to Rabbi Lazar that why do you need a Pasuk to go ahead and say that it's Mechubar Lakarka, the, the Tzipuyim, is already butla, okay, that it's, it's considered butla because the Pasuk called it eight, and therefore um, you don't need the Pasuk of Adama. Now, we said, the Ravo said that Talmud Chacham, we ended with the two members, we said Salamandra, that its dam was a fire retardant, so for sure Talmud Chacham was and we said that the, the Urshel Gehenim is not Shalat Zephoshi Yisrael. We learned that it was a Kavachemer from Mizbeach Hazav, okay, that it only had a little thin layer and was unable, and the fire didn't penetrate it. So for sure, Kal Yisrael, who is full of mitzvahs, we, uh, we um, adjusted the Pasuk, we really, there was a limit on the Pasuk of Kefelech 
Harimon Rakhasech. We said it was Rei Kanim Shabach of Malay Rimon, so for sure, Eish cannot be Shalit.